Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. This is Pastor Jared. (laughs) And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. Everybody who just listened looked at their phone to see (laughs) if it had stopped playing, if it had paused or something. And they're like, what's going on here? But. This is what Pastor Ben asked for. You so. know what the worst part of my day is? <laughs> and, and it's a regular part. Waiting for your podcast to load? Kind of, but there's a deeper <laughs> issue going on. The worst part of my day is when I'm transferring from Wi-Fi to LTE because I'm driving. And then what you start doesn't load because there's a glitch in the transfer process that even though... You're out of Wi-Fi. It's still holding onto that Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi is not working, and it won't switch to LTE. And, and it'll you do got that it. for a few hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like a mile. I mean, it seemed like it goes forever until it finally switches over to LTE. I'm not that patient. I just turn it off. It, I oh, turn my Wi-Fi off before I leave, oh, so that I know I know that the podcast will keep playing. Okay. Well, that's okay. Little discipline. There's there. the solution for you. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about. Uh, giving thanks for your spiritual gifts. We're talking about the First Corinthians 12 gifts, and we want to treat them like Christmas gifts. Did your parents make you write thank you notes for Christmas gifts? Not a day in my life. Now, uh, I, I did for um, like graduations and things oh, okay. like that, but as far as gifts were concerned, we did not do that, no. I had to write, write uh, thank you notes for all Christmas gifts, even the ones I wasn't very excited about. Mm. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about mm. grounded until it's done. Mm. Now, uh, I was required to say thank you. Yeah, okay, right. And there was always the obligation that if they got you a shirt, no matter how ugly that shirt was, uh-huh. you were going to wear that the next time you saw them. Right, right. But, well, some of that is your family was more local. Yep, Mine yep, was yep, spread yep. out across the United States. Yeah, so no, th- no thank you notes. Yeah, it was so, in person. Yeah, okay. So probably that would have happened if we were in person as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So we're going to read 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 2 and 3. And I wanted to help hopefully help you with a concept that really helped me understanding spiritual gifts. Because really the goal is that by listening to these podcasts, you would be opening up saying to the Lord, I want more. Mm-hmm. Lord, I want to experience more spiritual gifts yeah. from 1 Corinthians 12 because I think these are gifts. They're precious. They're amazing. And whatever whatever I'm experiencing today, tomorrow, I'd like to experience more. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you just take a moment to pray that, Just say, Lord, right now, would you please help me to experience more spiritual gifts? It's good stuff. Okay. Now let's read 1 Corinthians 12, 2 and 3 and and look at how you can experience more. Paul said, you know when you were pagans. (laughs) Now that helps us understand right there. The Corinthians were pagans converted to Christianity. Yep. If you look at what was going on in Corinth, what happened in Corinth stayed. In what Corinth. happened in Corinth stayed in <laughs> Corinth. It was sin city. Yeah. Big time sin city. Yeah. I mean, if you look at what what's going on in America today, Corinth trumped it. <laughs> I mean, really, you know. So they were pagans and uh it says you were led astray to mute idols. Mm-hmm. However you were led, Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever ever says Jesus is accursed. 
and no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so what was going on here is that they were idol worshipers, and it's never just idol worship. Mm-mm. The thing about idol worship is, it, you know, in ancient times, it was child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. By the time of the Corinthians, it was prostitution, mm-hmm. massive prostitution. As a matter of fact, um, one of the one of the most uh, honored, wealthy, blessed things you could do as a wealthy family is give one of your daughters to temple prostitution. Mm-hmm. So it was to the goddess of Athena or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it it was temple prostitution by the time. In other words, it's one of those deals where you go to Corinthian games, you come home, visit a temple prostitute, go on home. I mean, one of those deals, offer a sacrifice. But the apostle Paul said, well, uh, here's the problem, is that the idols themselves are nothing but surrounding the idols and all the immorality are lots of demons. Mm. So you got unholy spirits. So the Corinthians need to be educated about, well, this is the difference between an unholy spirit and the Holy Spirit. There's a reason the Holy Spirit's called the Holy Spirit. That's right. right. <laughs> is, that, is that there are unholy spirits, there is man's spirit, and then there is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's why we call him the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so Paul was trying to help them understand the difference between these spirits is... Um, and, and he said, well, one way you can tell is that the Holy Spirit is going to inspire you to say Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is still doing that today. He's still, yeah. he's inspiring us to say Jesus is Lord. Right? <clears throat> and then the unholy spirits are going to inspire Jesus is accursed. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're going to get you to do anti-Jesus things, anti-Christ yeah. things. Yeah. And then there's the human spirit that is... And then there's angelic spirits, but the human spirit's just going to try and get you to do your own thing, you know? <laughs> and so this is the ways you can yeah. tell these spirits apart. Yeah. And so what Paul is trying to say is, I want you to fall in love with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And one way you can fall in love with the Holy Spirit is fall in love with his gifts. Appreciate, learn to appreciate his gifts, like precious Christmas gifts that you're Really, extremely thankful. Now, unfortunately, I think there are portions of the church that honestly relates to the spiritual gifts, like that shirt you just described, mm-hmm. that you really don't like. Mm-hmm. You have to say thank you for it. Yeah. But you really, you're like, oh man, I, you know, I don't like yeah. this shirt. Have you experienced that? I have experienced that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, what we, we want to get past that, and we want to say, no, this is an awesome shirt. Mm. This is a really precious gift, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's dive into some of the why. There, I believe there's so many misconceptions in, about this. I believe that the Corinthians were more open to the manifestations of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because before Christ, they were open to demonic spirits true. that came from idol worship. It's true. And what we find is that people that were heathen, pagans in idol worship where they were participating in demons and witchcraft, when they get converted and Jesus becomes Lord, are often more open, to, or if they live promiscuous lives, mm-hmm. they were also demon, demonic activity. Mm-hmm. They're more, when they get converted, they're more open to the gifts of the Spirit and the manifestations of the Spirit because they already know what that what all that was like. Mm-hmm. It was just 
Demonic, now it's the Holy Spirit, right? Conversely, we find that sometimes people raised in church aren't as open to the manifestations of the Holy Spirit because they weren't open to the other world, if you will. It's true. Have you seen that? I have seen that. Um, You know, that's the... (laughs) I remember there was a controversy about whether Christians should do yoga or mm. any of these, you know, mm-hmm. martial right. arts, things like that, because yeah. uh, a lot of people believe there are spiritual things attached to that. Um, and in some instances, I think there are. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what that is, is, you know, a lot of those practices try to get you to open up your mind. Right. Well, we're taught to focus, mm-hmm. not just open up our mind. Right. Well, for people that have experienced a, a many different things, good, bad, ugly, Probably not a lot of good, mostly bad and ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna they're gonna look and realize, you know, I'm experiencing something, but this really isn't that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd, right. I'd like to experience the good right. um, that's involved in that. And so, for a lot of Americans, I think we're so cynical, mm-hmm. and honestly, there's a spirit about that <laughs> of cynicism. It, it um, is right. And so that's uh, we're experiencing that. Well, that's. The ugly, the bad and the ugly. Mm -hmm, Right. Um, And so we have to learn to open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit. Uh, One way I feel to resolve, we do want our children raised in church. Absolutely. Yes. Because we want them to learn the word of God, all of that. Absolutely. So, you know, if you look at the Corinthians, they struggled with morals, but they were open to the gifts. The American church is actually the opposite. Yeah. We we excel in emphasizing morals, but Uh we struggle in the gifts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's a simple solution to that problem, I believe. Mm. Um, it's this, if you were, if you were raised outside of Christ and then you get converted and that happened to me, uh-huh. you know, you're full of demons <laughs> and, and full of the unholy spirit. It's true. So what you, what you realize real quick is, man, I need more of yeah. power of God yeah. to overcome. As, as I heard Mike Ware say, it, when you change Lords, the old Lord goes to war. Yeah. Yeah. I had Satan as a Lord, it's and true. now now that it's Jesus true. is my Lord, the Satan's a little unhappy, it's and he, go, he goes to war. That's true. Right? And that's something that um, I think many generations have struggled with, but something that uh, the generation beneath me, the newer mm-hmm. generation that's coming up, really struggles with, the idea of spiritual warfare, mm. which is a whole other topic. Um, but if the enemy can get you to believe that there is no such thing as spiritual warfare... Because there's nothing to fight against. Right. Well, he's got you. Yeah. You're surrendered already. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, when you're converted over, you realize there's a war. Yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is if you've got demons and you're converted over, there's a war because you feel it. And so then you find out I need more of whatever God's got. Yeah which is Holy Spirit and the gifts, the word of God. All Mm -hmm. all of but the Holy Spirit and the gifts is a key tool to overpower the enemy that is trying to take control of my life again. So you're more open. So there's a motive right there is I need the power for my own life. Now let's go to the person who's raised in church and has been under a really good Christian covering. Mm -hmm. They don't have as many demons. That's true. They may have picked up one or two along the way if they Mm -hmm. got into some sin or whatever, but Mm -hmm. they just don't have as many demons. Okay. So what is their motive to experience the gifts of the spirit? I believe it is compassion yeah. on people yeah. that are outside of Christ, yeah. that aren't raised in church. Absolutely. This is jumping ahead a little bit in the passage, but in verse 7 it says, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. Yes. It's not about you. 
It's not about you. Yeah. So, so you you need the gifts of the Spirit to help yeah. those people that are struggling in ways that you're not struggling. Yeah. You've got more of a foundation of the Word of God than they do. Yeah. You've got more Christian raising than they do. Yeah. You've had more spiritual covering than they do. Yeah. So, and that's why when we go to nations that are in witchcraft, man, do you need the gifts? Yeah, you do. Because you, do. you know they, you find out real quick what I've got to offer is falls short. Yeah. Well, and we think you know if you've not had a lot of encounters with the Holy Spirit, which I remember going on the mission field and not having some encounters, but not to the point where I realized, and, and this was the hard part, is that there is other power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you get to that point and you realize, oh, wow, these people are not just doing this voodoo stuff or this witchcraft stuff, and then they're going and accomplishing things. Mm-hmm. It's there is a power that they are appealing to mm-hmm. um, to accomplish these things. And so once you have that experience, it just becomes even more real. That spiritual warfare is no longer, in the American context, offense and divisive behavior. It's, wow, they're drawing some type of power from this. Yeah, so really, you know, if COVID kind of put a stop to this for now, but you, you, what you do is you take a good person who hasn't experienced much of the gifts, take them to a good place of witchcraft, and then try to minister to those people, and you realize in short order, um, what I got isn't working. <laughs> so therefore, I need the gifts yeah. to raise the power level, mm-hmm. right? I need the gifts to raise the power level to overcome all that witchcraft power problem mm-hmm. that, that they've got, right? I actually had a had an incident here a couple months ago where I was just down doing my normal routine, down here praying, and... Uh, and there's a guy that came to the door. Nobody, the office was closed. I was, and a guy came to the door. And I, I thought, he probably wants money or something. So I went out there. I was going to give him some money. But, but that's not what he wanted. Kept on going about, on about, he's seen some things. Mm. And I thought, well, okay, well, I said, come on in. And he kept on, you know, dodging. But I began to sense an unholy presence. Mm. And... And it wasn't a human presence. It was something more. Yeah. And so I, I said, hey, can I just pray with you? Sure. You know, they, they wanted more. They wanted something. So I just prayed, and boom, when I started praying, this guy had a manifestation of a demon. Mm. And it was the full-blown, not all demons are this way, but this one was. It was a full-blown uh, drop to the floor, mm. face plant, fingers going backwards, mm. Uh, you know, the throw up crunching, the crunches, all the, all the stuff. And I thought, okay, so we got a demon. And so, you know, that's where you realize, oh, I need the gifts. Mm -hmm. That's where the Holy Spirit's going to empower the gifts. Absolutely. Right. So I simply applied to scripture where it says, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the spirit ever says Jesus is cursed Mm. and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So in this case, there's different ways to handle that. But in this case, I just said, Jesus is Lord. Mm. Jesus is peace. That's good. For about 60 seconds. Boom. The demon got removed. Mm. You know, Elvis left the building. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't call Elvis a demon. I just, you know. So so Elvis he's just, he's just an extraterrestrial. <laughs> <laughs> so so the the demon left. The guy recovered just fine. And of course he was like, wow, what happened? You know. So the point is, is that we need the gifts of the Spirit to help us help people, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. So let's close this podcast. What are, 
of the first Corinthians 12 gifts of the spirit, pick one and say, what are you most thankful for? Why don't you go first on this, this time? Um, and this might be more from personal experience. You know, I've, I've experienced miracle healing. I've experienced some of these others, but honestly, to me, one of the most precious gifts is the prophetic. Um, because, uh, for me, when I, when I look at that, the experience I've had, um, receiving, but mm-hmm. also um, being a vessel for that. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing thing because it's on both sides. You realize this is not that person talking mm. or this is not me talking. Mm-hmm, right. When something has that level of a prophetic nature, what it shows you to me is it's the most tangible of God can interact with me today mm-hmm. right now. Right. Um, because then it's not just me, you know, say God is speaking to me through scripture. Well, you can really get into the arguing with yourself mode. Mm-hmm. But when you have the confirmation of another person who comes in, they have no idea what's going on in your mm-hmm. life or right. no idea what's going on with the situation. And they can speak that same word into your life. It's like, wow. Yeah. God is encountering us. I, I'm having an encounter with God right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And I believe at any point in our journey, there are some spiritual gifts that we might appreciate more than others. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's normal and, and God's okay with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I still am addicted to the gift of healing, miracle mm-hmm. healing. Yeah. I enjoy all the gifts. Like, yeah. you know, when I say I sensed an unholy presence, that's called the gift of discerning of spirits. It's yeah. in 1 Corinthians 12. Yeah. I discern that spirit, right? Yeah. Um, and then, and then I've had, I've seen the gift of miracles where I ha- have been able to s- rebuke the rain and mm-hmm. command it to leave. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Right. Yeah. But the gift of healing to me still, I just, I just, to me, that's so much fun. I mm-hmm. love seeing a half Christian, quarter Christian, non-Christian, <laughs> whatever, fallen away person. Yeah. And then, uh, watching them experience an instantaneous mm-hmm. miracle healing then the follow-up, you know, did this inspire you to want more of Jesus, yeah. right? At that, yeah. that process is lots of fun to me. Yeah. Um, but but I'm thankful for all of them. Yeah. But at any point in your journey, God's going to be emphasizing a different one. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So what we want to do is we want to, if, if we'll stay thankful, and, mm-hmm. and I want to encourage you, maybe you've been in a church that dissed the gifts, or mm-hmm. worse yet, you've been in a church where the practice of the spiritual gifts split the church and caused harm. Mm. It happens. Yeah. We understand it. Yeah. Okay. What you want to do is say, you know what? I understand these things happen. That's because maybe not enough love was applied, mm. but I am thankful for the gifts and I want to move in the gifts. Yeah. And, it, and the more thankful you are, the more the, the gifts will be manifested in your life for the profit and the good of all. That's good. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.